Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the Malaga Drive Hoops Betting Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb, and it is our lucky day. It is Saturday, so our boy Sarge is here with me. Sarge, how was a work week? I need you, bro. I'm struggling this week. Been treading water slash kind of drowning. Uh, but how was a work week? How you feeling? You're not drowning. You have you've won at least one play every day. I know, but I, I haven't had any big days, and there's been a couple slight losing days. So not drowning. I just meant like we're treading water, but we're mm-hmm. today eight plays, eight wins. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever. I think the most I've probably done is six, six, and even that is just sketch. Yeah, today six six plays, six wins. I feel it. All right, bro. I'm down to let. I'm down for that to be the goal. And there are some. I mean, I'm already looking at plenty of spread leans. So then we get going in the player props. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. This, this, if there ever were a day, today would be the day because there's just there's so much going on. Let's start with the yeah. And there, and I'm just real quick. There's so yeah. many new teams, right? Like you got Portland, San Antonio, yeah. Sacramento, just in the first three games. Washington, even so many different pieces on so many teams, like. I feel like if there is a time to kind of sneak some, some you know, some cool player props or some just lines that are just too adjusted or not adjusted enough, it's today. Exactly. These are the days that, uh, in theory, people that watch the NBA a ton uh, should have some edge because, you know, when it's everyone's same squad playing, you know the books are just running their numbers, but um, they just don't, they don't have numbers for, for all these teams because they're, they're new teams. Um, the Knicks, however, they they stood pat, so we know what they got going on today. They got uh, we, we got the Knicks going into New York, five point favorites. Um, so I'm I'm still kind of getting everything pulled up, but I'm I'm trying to think. Did the Blazers play anyone since they beat the Lakers? No, no, that was their last game, and that was a while ago. That was uh, probably three days. <laughs> yeah, they played on on I think uh, Wednesday night. Yeah. Wednesday, so Thursday, Friday, and today's Saturday. So actually not as long as I thought, but um, it was their first good performance in super long, and you know basically everyone's out the door. So I was again, I was on the Lakers that game, but you like, I don't think people realize this wasn't just like the Blazers, right? This was Anthony Simons, Yusuf Nurkic, and everyone else that played is a fringe guy, you know, Winslow, Macklemore. LB played 43 minutes, Greg Brown, Blevins, Dennis Smith Jr., Trendon Watford. And I'm pulling up the lineups right now. I'm, I'm trying to think. Uh, they do get Josh Hart tonight, which is definitely a, a help. Uh, I think Eric Bledsoe is out. But it's not, it's not a great team. But on the other side, you know me. I faded the Knicks probably more than any other team this year. So it's two teams that are just not good. I actually don't know. Let me check. RJ's out again. Uh, Knicks looked really good last game against the Warriors, battled, but, dude, I, I don't know that I'm confident in this team to go two good performances. Winning on the road in the NBA is always hard. Um, I, I'm, I'm staying away. We talk about maybe getting some, like, like catching lines off or over-adjusting, but for me with the Blazers, I can tell you I don't know. So I'm just going to stay away. Yeah, I saw earlier today Josh Hart will immediately start today and they'll bring Elijah Hughes off the bench. So those two guys are available to play. Uh, I don't know how much it does for me. I, I mean, Josh Hart is, 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 is a huge upgrade for what they had uh, before. They, they were running C.J. Allaby or Trenton Watford or Justice Winslow out there. I, I would assume Justice probably starts alongside Josh Hart. But Portland isn't as bad as you might 
really think. They still have Nurk. Anthony Simons is actually a really good player. You add a guy like Josh Hart in there, and then just a sniper and Ben McAmore, like, it's not a horrible, horrible team. And uh, I think when you first look at it, you might kind of think, all right, New York's, you know, they're running running hot in the last couple of games. I know they've lost a couple, but they've been in almost every game th- this month. And the Knicks suck. Are you right? Like, that's the thing. I was going to say, like, the Knicks are – they're running hot, but they still don't win games. It, yeah. It's the weirdest thing ever. Like, against the Lakers, they were winning by 25 points, and they lost. Yeah. They just figure out ways to blow it. And if you saw the Knicks up, like, 14 points at half and they came out and they didn't cover five points, I actually, like, wouldn't be surprised at all there. So, I think the immediate response is go to the Knicks, but I, I honestly probably would just stay away. I think eight I, points – or I no, what it. is it? I'm leaning – no, it's eight. I, I lean I lean Blazers, especially after what you said. And and I thought about it, too. We've looked at every single team, both even teams that are, like, traded with each other. But I know it's a little different with the Blazers because, they like, they actually suck, suck. But every team has, like, come out with life. The Kings, first game after the trade, boom, go off, beat the Wolves at home. The – I know I had Pacers plus six and a half yesterday. I actually forgot the recap, but whatever. We did it on Twitter. But I had Pacers plus six and a half yesterday. They came out. They were up 47 to 25 at the end of the first. They should have covered that game. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. But they still, regardless of them covering or not, that was a collapse. But they came out for a whole game. They were up 15 in the third, like late in the third. So, um, I'm trying to think of other teams who have- Wizards. The Wizards traded Dinwiddie and they they beat the Nets right on Thursday yep. after the deadline. Yep, and the Celtics last night with Derek White beat the Nuggets. Now I I'm not going to say every single team that made a trade is going to uh, win their next game or cover their next game because I don't actually think that's possible. But um, I think I'm with you. I, if I had to play this and I want some nice early action, it's the first game of the day. I think I just go take the points with the Blazers, hope that Josh Hart infuses a ton of life, uh, hope that one of Anthony and, and Nurk is cooking. And on the Knicks side, like, they beat the Warriors. But really before that, bro, I, I know they have stretches where they stay in the game, but they also have stretches where they just – they suck. They suck. It's their uh, defense. Their defense is so bad, which is it's so weird to talk about how bad their defense is this year because last year was so locked down. Yeah. And they still have it randomly, but I, I think RJ is a big part of that too. So – um, all right, let's get to the next. I, I, ultimately, though, I haven't played anything. I, I'd lean Blazers, but on a, a slate with this many games, I, I don't think I'm going to force a, a Blazers play here. But well, you never know. Uh, next game, I locked it in, bro. I, I was deba- debating between the first half and, and full game, but I went with the Grizzlies minus seven in Charlotte, and I know that's, like, pretty ridiculous. Um, and I know someone, people who haven't been watching would be like, wow. Like, if you, if you told me this line, like, Three weeks ago, you'd think you're crazy, but this Memphis team is just ridiculous. Um, you look at the last four games, 30, uh, not 30, 25 point win against the Pistons on the road, um, beat the Clippers by 26, beat the Magic by 20, beat the Knicks by 12, uh, covered in all those games, had that tough game against Philly, uh, but before that, Wizards by 20, Jazz by 10, Spurs by eight. They're just on a monster, they're just killing teams. Like they're playing with so much confidence every night. And the Hornets are, are the opposite. Now, I know they beat the Pistons, uh, but before that, they had five straight L's, actually six straight L's. And, and you go through all three of those games, home against Cleveland, uh, and that was without Garland, home against Toronto, home against the Bulls, 
bad performances in all three of those games against Eastern Conference teams. Um, I, I just think Memphis comes in here and, and dom- not dominates, but I, I just think over the course of 48 minutes, this team, this Memphis team is so good and I'm, I'm not fading them. And I just think most more often than not, they're <laughs> going to cover the spread. So uh, I was, uh, I was watching the game yesterday, the Hornets game and the broadcast was throwing out some interesting stats on the Hornets. Like they're second right now in um, points given up and first in points scored in the league. So their games have just been absolute shootouts. And the problem with some of these games is like you'll see a lot of Charlotte games where they win like 140 to 120, but then they'll lose like 135 to 108 because it, it's it, it shifts in so many different directions. Yeah, it, it yeah. shifts so much because when their shots not falling, they give up so many dang points and they give up so much in transition that games start going and getting out of hand. Also, I don't like betting. I told you this before, and it, you guys kind of. You know, it's kind of a joke at this point, but I literally will not play Charlotte if they don't have Gordon Hayward. I know that it's just kind of a, a they're worse team. They're definitely the worst team. The worst team. When, without Gordon Hayward, they're like two and ten this year, or two and eight, or since last year, they're like two and ten or two and eight. They just they can't figure out how to win games without him for some reason. And I think the the main issue is Kelly Oubre. And when his shots not falling, he plays so much better out of a bench role. Um, so when he's in the starting rotation, also. Terry Rozier went absolutely nuclear yesterday. I don't know if anyone saw the stat line. Both those guys went absolutely insane. So they're due for some regression, but seven's just such a big number for me on the road. Dude, this Grizzlies team is so legit. Their defense is crazy. Their offense is relentless. They have so many options. They have so many, like, that starting lineup when it's Job, Bain, uh, Stevie, big Stevie, Jaron, and uh, Zaire. It's such a good defensive lineup. And then they just rotate guys in, in and out who know their role. It's just, it's relentless. Where's the most of the money going in that game? I have to imagine it's all going on Charlotte, right? Memphis, bro. Memphis is kidding. Really? Even at seven? Dude, Hornets have literally lost six out of their last seven. And it's a back-to-back. And they're playing maybe the hottest, second hottest team in the league. Um, I know, I know this is usual, usually a scary spot, but I think the books are even saying it like it's, it's a freight train right now. And, and the Hornets, if this was the Hornets a month ago, you know, or the, the better version of the Hornets cool, but it's, they beat the Pistons once before that it was a struggle. It really has been a struggle and you kept waiting for it and, and they got right against the Pistons, but this Grizzlies team is, this Grizzlies team just beat that Pistons team by 25 too you know so we'll see I, i've already locked it in i like first half they've been up double digits at the end of the first half for like five straight games so uh if you wanted to just go minus four two that works um but i, I i'm gonna just take the horn I, i'm sorry i'm gonna just take the grizzlies and ride with them for uh, as long as they continue to to be hot um all right next game pelicans and the spurs uh pelicans another team where i i don't think people quite realize how good they are um before that last loss to the Heat, which, again, is the Miami Heat, I know you know how good the Miami Heat are, how legit they are. Um, they won four in a row, and that was without CJ. CJ. This was one of those trades where, regardless of what they gave up or didn't give up, CJ McCollum, in terms of just where the team was to where the team could be with that player, it's it's huge. Like, CJ opens it up, and you see a lot of the issues with the Pelicans. It, it's like 
all right, when Brandon Ingram's not cooking, we don't really have anyone to consistently score. And CJ takes a huge load off of him. He can be more locked in on defense. Um, and it just it just opens it up for them. And I know they, they ended up losing and not covering to the Heat, but that was back and forth. It was a four-point game deep into the fourth, I remember, because um, I leaned the Pelicans there. So I'm high on this team. The Spurs had sucked for a while and then finally got right. I know you liked them yesterday, but they had been sucking um, and then got a huge win, turned it around against Atlanta. So um, I'm not really sure where I'm at on the Spurs. There have been times where I've liked them, uh, but I'm, I'm having a tough time reading what version of the Spurs team is coming right now. I like the Pels, but uh, six is getting up there. I, I do think I'd lean them, though. Um, this was one of the teams that made a trade, and it didn't quite they, – they played well for most of it, but they didn't result in a win. I think they get a win tonight here, and I, I think – it's one of those games they actually probably win by 10-ish, but um, I, I got to think think it through a little bit more. It's just tough with CJ. Like I watched the whole last game because they were playing the Heat and I wanted to watch Jimmy Butler. And CJ just didn't shoot the ball too well. It's tough, man. He gets on a plane, flies, and has to play uh, the next day. I think it was. That's just a brutal. You know, you got a kid. He has a wife. Got to move all your stuff. You live in Portland for eight years. It's just a – really hard to get up and shoot well in a basketball game you know yeah. so a little more time for him to get adjusted one day off um getting the sauna he loves his saunas getting the sauna yeah. steam off everything now he comes out ready to play today but i think i'm gonna stay away san antonio looked really good yesterday i don't know if you caught any of that game at all um but they looked really nice and it is a back-to-back it is on the road they did have to travel um, you, you didn't have to travel far, but I, I just think this is a stay away game. Two teams that have a lot of new pieces that I don't think either of us have great, great reads on just yet. Uh, but I, I think I stay away. I'm in the same boat as you as far as I think New Orleans wins this game. I just don't know if it's going to be by five points or if it's going to be by eight. I think it's going to be somewhere in that range. That's very fair, bro. Um, I, I, I think it's smart because uh, they, the Spurs did look really good, you know, and, and obviously that could be an outlier or that could be the start of something. Um, and I wouldn't be shocked at all if the Spurs, you know, they keep this within six and it's a close game that the Pelicans grind out. So I'm with you staying away for now. I got the next game, Kings and Wizards. Uh, I locked the Kings at minus two and a half as soon as the news broke that KP wasn't going to play. Um, for me, I, I watched that Kings game very intently because obviously, you know, I own De'Aaron Fox. Um, so I watched that, that Kings game very t- intently against the Minnesota Timberwolves. And that T-Wolves team is good. I know they just lost to the Bulls, but that T-Wolves team is hooping. They're in a good rhythm. It's a good group feel. And you really have to beat them to, to beat them. And, and so I watched that, the, that whole game. The ball was moving. It, it wasn't – there wasn't very much stagnant offense. Guys were tr- locked in and trying very hard on the defensive end. Um, and then on top of that today, you get Dante DiVincenzo and Trey Lyles in there. So I, they, they looked really good. And if you're at the Timberwolves – DiVincenzo not going to play though, right? I thought he was. Why, why isn't he? He hasn't, he hasn't played in a while for the Bucks. Dude, I, I honestly thought he was cleared to make his debut, but I, I could be wrong. But, no, I, I'm pretty sure I saw it on underdog. Um, regardless, I, I just think that that team is honestly sneakily, like, not bad at all. And you look at this Wizards team, we got one look at them now after the trades, right? You look at the look at the rotation. Raul Neto, Kyle Kuzma, KCP, Thomas Bryant, Corey Kisper, Anthony Gill, Danny Rui, Cassius. They beat – the Nets by one, that Nets team had won, lost nine straight before that. That's the Nets without James Harden, without KD, 
nine straight by one at home. This Kings team is a lot better than that Nets team right now. I really do think. I think this is a good buy spot for the Kings. I think in a week, a week and a half, books are going to be a slightly more up on them and realize, hey, this isn't like an elite team, but this is like a, you know, a Pelicans, like slightly below the T-Wolves type level team. And that I, I think that level team is, is good enough to beat the Wizards here tonight. Yeah, so I just <clears throat> I just looked. You're totally correct. Dante DiVincenzo and Trey Lyles both available to make their debut, which I think is huge for their depth. Um, dude, they're low key deep. Dude, they're, they're so deep. deep. So I'm on Popcorn Machine right now and just running through their minutes. Demontis played 33. He's going to play more. He's in bad foul trouble last game. Here in 36, yeah. Holiday 30, Chemezi Metu 25. You had Barnes play 36, and then Davion played 34 off the bench. Jeremy Lamb played 30, and then Holmes played 10, and that's about it. You know, you, you take a couple minutes off some of these guys and, and give them to DiVincenzo and Trey Lyles. Yeah. So really They're a little bit more rested. And every guy in that rotation is, like, good in a way. And, and they played with a fire. You watched it. There was a yeah. new fire with that team. They were fired up. They like, were whenever rough. the other team called a timeout, everyone's hugging. Everyone's high five. And just a new connection, just new life with this team. Yeah. And that's what trades do sometimes. Although on paper it might not look good and – Sucks losing Terry Talbert, but it just brings a, a new energy and a new fire to this team. I think they win this game. I, I really do. That's and three dumb. is three is a is an interesting number to me, but I, I don't. I got two and a half. I don't think it's enough. They're gonna I win. I don't think it's team. enough. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like DC's popping right now. Like that, you got you got to realize that we have one look because again, KP's not even playing today. So Harold's out of town. Dinwiddie's out of town. Beal's not playing. Um and one other guy is out of town. Dirt Bertons, right? Uh then you know B. Gafford's out too. And Gafford. So you've got one game of this now where we've seen it, and they won by one to the worst team, the team that's playing the worst basketball right now. The Brooklyn Nets, who have lost 10 in a row. They won by one against that team. The Kings beat the T-Wolves by double digits. The T-Wolves would run through this Wizards team. The deals would run through this Wizards team. Give me the Kings. I think books are going to slowly start to give them more respect, and I think right now is a good buy time. If KP was in, it'd be a little different, but you just go through that Wizards team. It's They're out-talented. They're out-depthed. Uh, they don't – this is their problem. They don't have a creator on that team. There's literally zero creators out there. Corey it, Kispert can't create. Raul Neto who, cannot who's create. their best shot? And it's not enough. Yeah, and he's not even a creator. He's more of a spot-up shooter. It's like yeah. that's a brutal team. If they scored five points today, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I would be. I would be surprised. But uh, even against that Kings team, but they fought. They played hard defense. They don't have great personnel defensively, but they played hard, and that's all you can ask for. Um, yeah. All right, let's get let's keep it rolling. We got the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Philadelphia 76ers today. Uh, James Harden still expected to be out. Darius Garland, a game-time decision. And this is a cool little line here. Uh, I think it's cool. I, I would still I, – I would lean Philly. Um, Me too. I, I definitely would lean Philly. I know it's a back-to-back for both. Um, but Philly, when they really need to, they show up at home. Um, and and we'll, we'll go through some recent games. I've been on Philly in this spot a couple times. Uh, they were a two-and-a-half-ish point uh, – Favorite at home against Phoenix. We were on Phoenix in that game. And I think that's why people are, are getting scared off here or why the line's here. Um, because before that, you have a, a Washington L. But before that, three-point win against at home against the, that very scary Grizzlies team. 
when they were a, I believe, three-point home favorite against the Lakers. I know it got up later because Bron got ruled out. They won 105-87. And then when they were at home against Boston, I remember they were three-point favorites. Grabbed them there. They won by 12. So I think it's a similar spot here today. Cavs come to town. They had to travel. It's a back-to-back for both of them, but they had to travel from Indianapolis to Philly. I know not super long, but uh, you have to fly. You're not sleeping in your own bed. Philly went straight home, slept in their own bed. Uh, I like Philly on a, at a pretty short number. Hope you can get it at two and a half. Um, but I think Philly makes a lot of sense today. Yeah, I'm all on board uh, with Philly today. What, what line are you getting? Three. <clears throat> okay. I just It was three and a half when I first looked on DraftKings. It's now two and a half. I think it's because of the Garland. Um, yeah, it's getting closer to playing. But, dude, you're giving <clears throat> Philly a half a point at home. I, I know it's two and a half, but on a neutral court, like I, I don't think Philly is worse than Cleveland right now. Um, I like the addition of Karis LeVert. I think it's a great addition, but I, I don't think at this point that Cleveland is better than Philadelphia. Even without James Harden on the floor, I still like Philly being the better team. Um, plus, you, you're, you, you have them at home. Cleveland's on a back-to-back. Darius Garland back in the rotation. I just think there's a lot of, not necessarily question marks, but like outside factors coming into Cleveland where you get, you know, a guy like Rondo played really, really well. He's now going to have a a slightly smaller role. Darius Garland's back in. How do you run that with Karras, who's taking shots at the end? Because if you watch the game last night, Karras was was handling the ball and making every late-game decision in that game. Now you have Darius back on the floor. Got to figure that out. It's a little more difficult. Philly's uh, – I just think Philly at home with all those question marks. I, I like Philly to win this game. Um, I like two and a half a lot better than I like a number like three. Uh, honestly, like a lot, a lot better. So, if you can get two and a half, I would take Philly. Three, it's probably closer to a stay away for me. Yeah. Um, I don't but think I like two and a half a lot. I don't think I'm hitting at three. Um, we have one that, – that, and to play a little bit of devil's advocate – this Cavs team is damn good. You know, mm-hmm. like they are damn good. They have bodies for Embiid. Um, they, they've shown up so many times where you say, oh, they should get beat. And they just show up. You have one game of them with Garland and Karras. They smack the Spurs up by by 13, covered a six-point number at home. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I like Philly here, but I think two and a half is a pretty key number. Um, and I'd want to get that as opposed to three. Yeah, if this wasn't a back-to-back and Darius Garland, like, coming back into the rotation with the whole Karis LeVert thing, 100% I stay away. But I just think it's enough for me to want to lean Philly into this game. But if there is a team that is is the perfect Philadelphia beater, it, it's this Cavaliers roster. Like, they're just built perfectly to beat this Philly team. But um, I, I think Philly wins this by, by three. Yeah, I'm with you. All right. Next game, Raptors Nuggets. Uh, I so I actually did lock this in just because I, I think Fred VanVleet's going to play today. Um, and, and so I locked the Raptors minus four, and I think that is for sure short if Freddie plays today. Um, this Raptors team, uh, you, you kind of see a common theme with me. I'm just, I've been waiting, watching, and I'm, I, I think I'm ready to just start hopping on these really hot teams. Toronto's won every single game in February. Uh, eight in a row. Eight straight, yep. Yeah, I know the competition lately hasn't been great. Rockets, Thunder, Hornets. Uh, But just go four-point win against Miami when they had played them already. Seven-point win against Chicago. 11-point win against the Hawks. 
on the road by 15 against Charlotte and dominated. I know most people like Thunder 19, but like the Thunder hang in there almost always somehow. Uh, and then the Rockets, you see them hit with adversity. Nick Nurse changes to that, that full court press trapping. Then they ended up winning by 19. So um, it's just a red hot group. And if Fred plays like, this team's honestly playing up their top five in terms of just pure basketball. I know the Nuggets um, have Nikola Jokic, and it's not very, it's not very fun to, to fade that man. Uh, but they're vulnerable. I mean, two and four this month, they're vulnerable. You've seen them on the road in in Minnesota, fifteen point L um, last night, six point L against Boston. I know they were in it for a while, but back to back, it's not a back to back for the Raptors. I'm just, I'm all aboard Toronto now. Fred VanVleet sits. I'll buy out. That's why I haven't posted it on Twitter because I feel bad for the people that lock and then can't buy out. Um, but as soon as the Fred news hits, if he's in, I'm, I'm leaving it with my four. I'll post on Twitter. Uh, and if he's out, I'll, I'll buy out and, and just get the better number. Cause if he's out and this even gets to like two and a half two, I'll take the Raptors again. I honestly will uh, just add a better number, but I couldn't bet against this Raptors team. Um, and obviously we're, we're betting with them today. So um, just love. Can't say enough good things about that team right now. Yeah, no Monty Morris uh, again today for Denver. So yeah, it's Bones Highland and Pacuno Campazzo uh, running point for Denver. I know Nikola Jokic is technically the point guard, but um, it's tough. Denver is so, so thin. Like Zeke Naji is also questionable in this game. If he misses, that's actually decently impactful for me too because – I just uh, then it, who's it going to be? Is Vladko Kansar going to have to play? Like he's done. I think it's Jermichael who would have to play more. But um, Michael played like ten minutes last night when I watched. Maybe more Brent Forbes. They'd probably have to play Devon Reed. It, yeah, I, I think Vladko did get cut, but it's just like who are they going to play? I really and then you look at the other side. It's it's Toronto playing these guys forty minutes and. It's going to be really tough for Denver to stay in this game, especially when you get, you know, Nikola Jokic on the bench for, for, for 14, 13 minutes in this game. It's going to be really tough for them to stay in it uh, with Toronto, with the way they run their rotation. So exactly. I'm, I'm in agreement with you. You have um, starters uh, in playing against guys and, like Fasundo and Bryn Forbes and Devon Reed. Like, it's just too much. And it's a back-to-back, too, right? So it's not. you got to travel over borders. You have to yeah. travel into Toronto, go yeah. through all that BS. And, and then if Fred comes in, man, like, just, it's over. And then on top of that, we get some we get some Thaddeus today, too, who will be ready to go. And, and I know he's not, like, unreal, but he's going to help that rotation. So, it's wraps or, or nothing for me. I locked him in minus four. Um, again, I'll, I'll wait till the news hits to officially say it on Twitter, but for me, uh, I love Raps minus four, uh, Kings minus three, Grizzlies minus seven. It's a favorite day, which is kind of scary. But um, let's head out to Chicago. The Bulls are going to be hosting the Thunder. Uh, just just pretty damn impossible to, to talk about. Um, Levine, questionable. Javante Green, questionable. Vooch, probable. Uh, back-to-back for OKC, too. They both played yesterday, but um, OKC was in Philly. Philly to Chicago. Um, if I'm betting anyone here, it's the Thunder, bro. They, they just hang around. They're masters at winning games by 10 and or 9. Um, but I, th- this spread doesn't entice me. It doesn't entice me. And and also, I will say, I know the Bulls have beat the, the Hornets and the, and the Wolves, but they're beatable right now. Their defense is just bad. It's really – it's not good. And they have DeMar and Levine 
to make Dude, Damar is going absurd. He scored 35 straight in five games or what? I don't know what the yeah. exact number is. It's ridiculous. Exactly. exactly. And they just keep those guys in games. Like, you, you just go to them. You rotate them. Um, but it's an 11-point spread. So, if anything, I'd take the points here. But it's not a comfortable bet. I'm not going to do it. I just think that – Okay, man. OKC just sneakily just resting SGA for like a 30-game stretch again. Do it. You already know it's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, he, he'll be out for a while. And look at the last couple games, right? We'll, we'll just go to February. Beat Dallas, beat Portland, um, which are actually two big wins. Ten to the Kings. Would have covered at, uh, 11 points. Twelve to the Warriors. The Raptors did their job. And then 13 to Philly. They're just right around that number every time. It's going to be very stressful if you have Bulls minus 11, I'm telling you. I'm and this could be a game, too, where you see these guys rest, like, I know DeMar's not on the injury report, but if you told me right before the game they decided to rest DeMar DeRozan because they're, you know, he's 33 and he's been going absolutely off and playing huge minutes, I wouldn't be surprised. No Oklahoma City team is 12-point spread. They're at home, like, on a back-to-back. If you see some of these guys rest, don't be surprised at all. And in that case, I would go and take Philly. I don't know where – or not Philly, uh, OKC. Um, it's just tough, man, like. It's a it's an OKC team that's completely impossible to predict with, with Josh Giddy, Trey Man, Baisley, like all super inconsistent players. So I just think you stay away until closer to lock when you get more news. Exactly. Um, I'm with you. Not super interested there. Next game, the Nets and the Heat, another game with just a <laughs> massive God. The The Nets are just on the no bet list for why it's crazy the fall that they've gone. Uh, that they've gone through. I, I think Seth and Drummond are doubtful. Ben Simmons is out. So you've got – you've still got the team that uh, has lost 10 straight against arguably one of the hotter teams in the league, if not the hottest, honestly, in the Miami Heat. It honestly feels short. It honestly feels short. You got worst versus best. Um, eight on a neutral court? I don't know based on what we've seen. But, again – I haven't had a ton of uh, success lately with with large spreads, so I think I stay away. But it's heat or nothing for me, dude. Have you been watching these nets? No, no reason to. It's so sad, man. <laughs> it's just brutally sad. Uh, the, what what teams are doing is every time Kyrie Irving gets the ball, they just double him. Like the, when they played the Nuggets, it was double, 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 and he actually played pretty well and beat it. But every time he's in a pick and roll, every time he's in isolation, he goes to a certain spot. Whoever is the closest to him just comes and doubles. And it's Cam Thomas. It's Kessler Edwards. It's, it's Patty. It's just really, really ugly, man. And, and on top of that, there's there's no Nick Claxton. Um, there's no LaMarcus Aldridge. The depth is atrocious. You just can't bet this team, man. <laughs> just fully stay away, especially when you have a, a team like Miami. If you're going to bet anything, take Miami in the points, honestly. like. 100%. Like it's you Miami just can't take for a Absolutely yeah. Miami or nothing. All right, next game, Clippers, Mavs. I like the Clippers today, bro. Um, I always like to hit the Clippers off of a couple losses. You're literally getting against the same team. It's gonna be harder to beat. It's really hard to beat the same the same team twice. I know when they're they're on the road again, but you look at their last three, 30 got 30 points smacked by Milwaukee, 25 points smacked by Memphis. And then you lose a grinder to Dallas where they very easily could, cover, could have covered seven 
They just missed Luka had 51. Luka had 51. I, I just – I'll go right back to the Clippers here. I know I pushed it at seven the other day, but I'll grab it right back at seven. You look – if you go down the stretch, the, the Clippers had chances to cut it to four, two. They just both were kept getting stops, and they make one or two buckets. They're right there. Um, the, I think the most specifically, they were down three or down five with the ball, 40 seconds. And they just missed a, an open layup. They would have cut it to three, and then you don't foul. Um, I, I just think this is going to be a grinder. I'll take the new look Clippers. I trust Ty Lu. He's got a million puzzle pieces, and he just gets to use them all at his disposal. Uh, everyone should, I think. Yeah, everyone should be good to go. I think Norman Powell is questionable. But if Norman suits up today, uh, definitely give me the Clippers. So he turned his ankle yesterday, and then he came back into the game. Um, so he went to the locker room and then came back out. Yeah. So I would assume that's why he's questionable. He looked fine when he came back out. So I assume he plays here. Um, even if he doesn't, like if, if he's ruled out and you get that, that spread up to seven and a half, eight, I like it even better for the Clippers because Amir Coffey's been starting. Uh, you can throw in Terrence Mann, throw in Luke Kennard in the starting lineup. doesn't really matter. Throw in Rocco. Like very, very capable NBA players. They're deep. Um, they run like nine guys right now and they're all really capable. And you have on the other side, it's Luca or nothing on this team. Like, if he's not scoring, it's going to be really tough to win basketball games because outside of that, it's Trey Burke off the bench, Josh Green off the bench, Kleber off the bench, uh, and no one else can really create. It's Reggie Bullock. So, for me, too many points. I mean, 10 on a neutral court, I just – I'm not seeing how the Clippers are 10 points worse. I think it's on a four, bro. Court. I think it's four, but still. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Four. I, I'll still I'm on take crack. This, <laughs> you're good, bro. I like the clips. And, and you you talked about it, bro. It's so deep. So damn deep. Last last game, the rotation. Look at listen to all the guys they have at their disposal. Marcus Morris, Norman Powell, Reggie Jackson, Nick Batum, Avika Zubosh, Terrence Mann, Luke Kennard, Robert Covington, Amir Coffey. You know, like that. It's just everyone that comes in is is impactful in their own way. So uh, Clippers are nothing. I haven't locked it. I want to make sure Norm's in. But, again, even if Norm's out, we go get a better line. Um, yep. All right. My Warriors hosting the Lakers. Your Lakers today. I'm staying away. Uh, I know you might want to maybe fade the Lakers here, but I think Bron and AD, after, you know, two days off, after that really embarrassing loss, I think this is a good spot for the Lakers to come super, super focused. Um Now, could they come super focused and still lose by seven? Absolutely. But I think they're really – they're gonna, you're gonna get a good version of the Lakers today. And the Lake, the Warriors lost have now lost two in a row. So it's a good spot for them. Before that, they had won eight in a row. Then they you you lose your next two. You get the big Lakers rivals in town. I think they come focused. So um four, I think, is about fair. Uh, I have concerns about our size though, for real. Like we 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 are small right now. We got pounded on the glass against the Knicks. And that's the New York Knicks. Like, AD should absolutely feast it. I know Loon will do his best. I don't think we can really even afford to, to double team. Um, so, I, I have my concerns. I, I'd honestly – I'd probably lean Lakers here today um, if I had to pick. But I, I know what you're thinking. The Lakers are bad. But, dude, it's still Braun and AD. And they've had two days this We sit. say this every time. It's Braun and AD, and then we go loose to the freaking Portland Trailblazers. Uh, you beat the Knicks game before that. We want what we want here is Russell Westbrook to sit. His back, ooh, turning very bad because he's not used to sitting at the end of game. So maybe we just need to sit for the rest of the season here. Um, 
We want Russell Westbrook to sit here. If he sits, we like the Lakers more. That, but it'd be interesting to see if he's ruled out and then you get a better line with the Lakers. That would be absolutely hilarious. I don't think the Bucs would do that, though. I just wish we had a little more depth because, like, coming in for him, it's like Reeves and shit. So it's it's really bad. But I think, you know, you should look at Anthony Davis props today again. I think Anthony Davis props could be very, very interesting, especially especially the rebound props, depending on where they're at. Um, Looney's a stud. I, I like Looney a lot, and I, and I think he's going to fight with Anthony Davis down there, but he's just a little undersized um, for AD. You just can't bet it right now, too, because LeBron James is questionable. He's going to play, right? He'll play, but, uh, he's going to play. But if he's somehow ruled out, you're just screwed. So, LeBron plays. I, I think this is just a full stay away from me, honestly. I'll, I'll just watch it and enjoy it instead of trying to figure it out. Yeah, I, I, I would lean Lakers, but I'm not playing it. Um, and, again, all the for me, all the props are down. So, let's get to the last game, uh, and then we'll get to some prop talk. Sun's magic. I got very little, bro. Uh, Suns are nothing for me. No chance I'm betting the magic here, but I'm not. Is this the biggest spread of the year? It's It's got to be. I think this is – I think the biggest one that comes to mind is 15 and a half. Bucks were at home against the uh, Pistons. I think they actually lost too, um, but I'm not betting a 16 and a half point spread, bro. Yeah, I'm seeing 17 on DraftKings too. Uh, this is just I'm not bad in it, bro. You want to just get to props? Disgustingness. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's nothing to talk about there. Um, and for the love of God, don't bet the magic. I, I would say, don't. The Suns are just much better. But they, you, there's a chance they take them. They don't take them seriously. But CP's not like that. All right. You lead the way, bro. I've been so focused on spreads. So for me. I haven't even looked at any props, but again, with all the moving parts, I'm sure there's some opportunities to exploit. I do like the AD rebound prop, but I don't have that up because no brawn yet. Um, I know your head's probably kind of spinning. There's so many games, but uh, anything to you kind of stand out? Yeah, right away in these first games, I think you could look at CJ McCollum points prop. Oh, that's I exactly you, what I was going to. It was at 19 and a half, 19 and a half last game, correct? Yeah. What's it at today? It's so it is still at 19 and a half, but it's at minus uh 143, which I don't want. Yeah. Uh, no, no. That's points, yeah. Points, rebounds, and assists prop is at uh 28 and a half. I don't hate that. Had the ball in his hand a lot, got some rebounds, but it's still pretty damn high. Um, yeah, I would stay away from from honestly both of those. If I'm gonna hit anything, I would hit the the points prop because I do think he scores twenty or more points today. It's just juiced up to minus one forty five. You said you lose that, you lose basically two two props. Exactly. Uh, so just stay away. It's just not worth it. Um. Damn, I was gonna go. I was gonna go check out Danny. Um, because Tommy Shepard said like, hey. I want to get him some backup minutes. Raul Neto actually got a lot of it um, last game. But you have a Kings team that's played super fast. He's at 20 and a half, though. That's still decently high. Um, I like De'Aaron points depending. 22 and a half. I, I honestly kind of like that. I kind of like that. No Tyrese. I know Sabo gets a lot of usage. 
but he also passes it a lot. And D Fox is a, a big cutter. Um, and I just, he's taken 20 plus shots. I think without Halliburton, I know some guys are getting back into the mix today, but first off, I know Gentry is going to play him 36 to 38 minutes. I, if this game is somewhat close, Fox will play 36 to 38 minutes. The defense in Washington isn't great. He's seen 20 ish shots. It's not a, a soup. Like you're not like, Oh my gosh. But I think this should be closer to honestly 24 ish and a half with the way that he's playing. But I, I don't know if I'm pulling trigger yet. Let me look just uh, how many shots he took. You got DiVincenzo now into the lineup too. I just think you stay away just because who knows, you know? Yeah. He took 20 last game, had 27. But, yeah, I'm with you. At 22 and a half, we, we would have loved like a 21 and a half. 21 and a half would have been a lot better. Um you, you can keep rolling if you got something. I'm going to check. Another one I think is interesting here is Bones Highland. And, and I know you're going to look at me and say he played 18 minutes last game. It was not good. He got three fouls, like, so fast. And they had to go to Facundo Campazzo. And Campazzo was just dogging on defense and ended up just staying in the game. But I think this is a, a game here for Denver. They need some scoring. And, and I think they need Bones Highland in this one. I think they're going to run him, you know, closer to 30 minutes today. Uh, they haven't been, Fukuno was basically out of the rotation before last game and bones picked up fouls. So I am interested in some bones props if they are up in your book on, on your book. Still got nothing, bro. Yeah, it's tough. Like if his points prop is, is like 12 and a half, I think it's a really, really interesting prop to hit the over on. And I would really like it a lot. Um, I, I probably would hit it up to 13 and a half. Um, honestly, I, I just think, he's going to get the shots and he's going to get the minutes tonight. But if there's nothing up on your books, it makes it obviously really tough. Yeah, it's tough. I, uh, I got absolutely nothing on my book. Um, and that's the thing too. What makes me think they're not even going to add it is they have the guys up, right? Like Aaron Gordon, Gary Trent, Jeff Green, Jokic, OG, Pascal, Scotty, Will, they're all up. They just don't have bones up. So, um, uh, and then one other one's Cam Thomas props played 36 minutes last game. Is, is shooting the ball really well right now, um, and the minutes are there. And I just want to know if the books have adjusted. They've definitely adjusted, bro. 17 and a half. Oh, gee, many Christmas. Yeah. I'll... 17 and a half points? Huh? 17 and a half points? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a full stay away for me for sure. <laughs> yeah. I did I not think it was great Miami defense and a defense where, you know, also where fucking Seth might play today. So, uh, if anything, you can go lock that under. <laughs> Dude, I was about to say that I would take the under <laughs> there because I, I was honestly expecting it to be, you know, closer to 15 and a half. But if you look – oh, my dude, I did not realize this. Cam Thomas's last four games, 30, 20, 17, and 27 points. He's been railing, man. He's been absolutely launching them. Um, but, yeah, that's just a stay away then. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, and then we can go to 80 uh, as our last one. Yeah, I, I'm all over that if it's at – dude, anything under – if it's 11 and a half, okay, I'll think on it. But even there, like, you'd still say – if it's 11 and a half, I think it's a 50-50 thing. Maybe even lean a little bit towards the over. Uh, but I don't even think. Let me check uh, my action network because they all have the consensus prop line. Uh, 
<clears throat> Lake Show, props, rebounds. No, they don't even have it up. They, they can't put the props up because Braun is questionable. Yep. Uh, and if Braun's in it, it probably ends up closer to 10. He, he has not gotten rebounds in the last couple of games. He's really, uh, I, I'm actually, he had 17 and 17 when we were on him. And then he had nine against Milwaukee and seven against Portland. Um, but I think it's a nice little get right spot for him. I think the Lakers are going to be locked in today. So um, I, I like it either way. Yeah. Uh, we just got to wait. Um, but I, I'm with you, bro. I, I got to say it, bro. I, I think I'm going to go just jump on Denny's today, 20 and a half. Um, 30 you minutes. Go- you don't think you have the goggles on at all? I might. I might, but that's why I'm going to talk to you about it. Um, 30 minutes, I think, is very fair. Kings play very fast, up tempo. You look at the let's I, I know it's a new team, but like l- look at the, the Kings last couple games. Um, there's obviously only one game with everyone there, but 132, 119, game before that, 114, 134, um, 114, 126 to the Warriors. OKC who plays really slow, 113, 102. So I think it's gonna get up and down. Um, it didn't really come last game, but Danny is a rebounder and a sister type of guy. And and the GM literally said part of the reason we did this was to get him some more um, secondary ball handling and on-ball creation. Um, so I think you could see anywhere from – I'll go the standard line at 11, 5, and 5. I don't know, actually. It's kind of high. You love Big Denny. I think it's coming today. I do. I, I really think it's coming today. I got a feeling maybe – uh. Yeah, I mean, he played 31 minutes last game in a close game, right? So I think there is an emphasis for him to play more minutes. My only question is, is the usage. For sure. You know, 11 shots, four rebounds, one assist. Um, He had plenty of of potential assists. He had four the game before with just 25 minutes. Um, the assists, I, I think he's good for three or four tonight. I honestly do. Let me check with the line. But I get I I get it. It's tough. They they you'd like it at like a 17 and a half, you know, with like what with, is it at? With cough. Yeah, his assist. This is the weirdest thing. It's at two and a half minus 167, uh, but three and a half plus two oh six. That is funky. I mean, I would much rather hit three and a half and just hope he gets a you know a couple two x because that's the thing. There's so much variability with assists because those guys have to knock down shots, right? Dude, like, I'm telling you, and you three and a half plus two oh six is a really like that can very easily happen. Does it happen the majority of the time? Of course not, but I I definitely think it happens more than two to one. And, and I'm telling you. That was his first game with, like, all those guys out. The more this thing drags on, the more he's going to get creation opportunities. So he had four the game before against the best deep, one of the better defenses in Miami, and now you're missing a ton of guys. I know you you need guys to make shots, but four, I think four plus 200 or whatever, I, I think I'm going to play a whole unit on that. I'm crazy, but I, I think I'm going to do it, bro. I so think- he's gotten four assists eight times this year? Huh? He's gotten four assists eight times this year. Um, and each one of those games, outside of one of them, he's played 25 or more minutes. So all the rest of these, like, 
if he's getting 25 minutes, I think he gets there better than two to one. So yeah, I, I would assume he plays 30 minutes tonight, honestly. Uh, and he's blowout proof. If, if they get smacked for some reason by oh, Sacramento, he's, he's going to run in there for 34 minutes. So I do agree. And, and like I said, there is no one on this team that can handle the ball. I, I, I mean, not handle the ball, but cr- can create. Raul Neto is not a creator. Corey Kispert is the opposite of a creator. KCP is the opposite of a creator. If he's out there, he should do a decent amount of creating in the pick and roll. So I agree. I, I think there is some good value on, on over three and a half assists at plus 206 or whatever I'm it is. taking it, bro. We're taking Denny over three and a half assists at plus 206. You just got to hope. You, you got to hand Corey Kispert some Kool-Aid. You got to hand, yeah. you know, KCP some Kool-Aid. So you drink this. If this is hitting – Corey Kispert or KCP is hitting one or two threes in this in this assist thing. He also him and Thomas Bryant are best friends, bro. They look for you. He looks for in the pick roll, pick and roll. Um, let's 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 keep looking, bro. There's got to be something. Um, check if Josh props are up. So, so Portland just came out with their starting lineup. It's going to be Anthony Simons, Josh Hart, Justice Winslow, Ellaby, and Nurkic. I was a little surprised with. I thought Ben McElmore fits better, but I think they're trying to get Ellaby some more minutes. There's a lot so, of creating on. So we've got we've got four Portland guys. Okay. We have Nurk, we have Winslow, we have Hart, and we have Anthony. So no Ellaby. Um, Anthony's is at twenty-eight and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Hart's at twenty-four and a half points, rebounds, and assists. You gotta think Chauncey's gonna run Hart to the ground tonight, right? Yeah, there's just no one else there. And honestly, when you get a guy like him back in a CJ McCollum trade, like, and you trade away the other guys for nothing, like, you kind of have to ride with this guy because he is what you got back in in one of the biggest, you know, deals in your franchise's history. So I, I think. The only thing with Josh Hart that scares me is he's a monster rebounder, and you still got Nurkic down there. Like, there's games with Valanciunas where Valanciunas would just gobble up rebounds. So, yeah. that is one thing that scares me, but I do think Josh Hart plays a, a ton of minutes tonight. Right? Like, if you told me he played 38 minutes, I would not be shocked. And in 38 minutes, something like 15, even if Nurkic is gobbling boards, 15, 6, and 3 – and it should get usage too. 15, 6, and 3 doesn't hit, but like that's on the low end, I feel like, of what he'd do. Um, yeah, I think he gets more rebounds than that. I mean, he's, he's a guy who's averaging almost eight rebounds a game this year. Uh, and, and I would say J Val is more of a gobbler than Nurkic. So, yeah, I, I think an interesting line here would be like 15, 8, and 2, or 3, or 4, uh, honestly. Yeah. He's averaging this year 13 and a half, 7.8, and 4. And he should get more usage uh, on the team. So we'll see. Four I do like to. Game? What was that? Yeah, averaging four assists a game? More than four assists, yeah. 4.2. I'm, I'm looking at that, then, bro. I'm looking at that. I mean, he's going to just play. What's his assist prop at? No, I was, I was still looking at points, rebounds, and assists. His assist prop's at three and a half. Like, it's there. Okay. Um, but he's just such a good rebounder and outside of Nurk, man, he's going to grab some boards tonight. 
And if Nurk pitch up, picks up fouls or something happens, dude, like they don't really have a, a center that they can run in there. So it, it could be Josh Hart got a ton of boards. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just pop in Twitter, see if the uh, Blazers beat writers have had said anything like potentially about his role. Do they have a double-double prop on Josh Hart? Because if it's not like plus 450 or something wild, that could be also super interesting. Yeah, it sucks, but they don't do double-double props. For me, they do triple-double props. Um, I'm not seeing too much. Let me go to the latest. Yeah, I mean, Philip said some nice things, but he he hasn't said any like he hasn't commented on the minutes or usage, which I honestly makes sense. Um, I like Josh Hart. We're gonna consider There's that. There's just no one else on the team. That's yeah. the only thing. Like it, it's his backup is is Trendon Watford and Blevins, dude, who sh- should not be playing in an NBA game. Yeah, he he should see all the minutes. Let's let's lock twenty four and a half. Talking in. It's like, dude, Josh Hart this year is averaging, like I said, basically 13, 8, and 4, right? If you add that up right off the bat, that's 25. And I think he gets more usage on this team. He yeah. should see similar minutes. Good man. And the rebound rate should go up for him. Um, good too. Yep. And good matchup in a, in a close spread. I like it. Yeah. All right. We're locked in. Um, you're good with uh, those props. I got Denny over three and a half assists. He's, th- this is the time to buy. I think there's a small window uh, before we start to see how this Wizards team looks moving forward. And I think 206 is insane value. Josh Hart over 24 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Um, then on the spreads, I'll go all systems go on the Raptors. Um, uh, I got Memphis minus seven. I've got. I'm pulling it up. I've got Kings minus three. Um, I like the the Sixers today, but I want it to get down a little bit. Um, and then I like the Clippers today too. What, what about you, bro? Yeah, you have Orlando money line as well. Nope. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I've got. Let's see here. There's some. I really like Clippers today. I think that's my favorite play. Clippers plus seven. I really do like, honestly, today too, some money line sprinkle on the Clippers. Um, what's it at? Like plus 230 probably uh, around there? Uh, I want to say it's probably a little bit less, I'd guess. But right around – oh, shit, no, 230. That's nice. Is that what it's at? Yeah, 230. Okay, because I just made a guess. Because I only have, like, the favorites line. It says Dallas minus 290, so I thought – Plus two thirty would be right around where it was. I like plus two thirty, honestly. Um, I think it should be closer to like plus two ten, two fifteen, maybe two twenty at the highest. So I think you're getting some value there. Um, Absolutely. Um, and then yeah, there's some ugly ones, but I do lean Toronto. I, I like it a lot more if, if Van Fleet's in. We went over our props, um, and I like Sacramento today at minus two and a half or minus three, either one. Um, I like two and a half more where you got it, but 
I think Sacramento wins this game, and I really like the way they played in the last game. They look fired up. They look to have, like, a new energy in them. So I uh, really like Sacramento as well. All right, bro. You spoke it into existence. The next thing you know, six plays. Grizzlies minus seven. Kings minus two and a half. Uh, Josh Hart prop. Danny Avia prop. Um, Raptors minus four once the Fred news hits five. And then uh, I'll probably hop on the Clippers too um, to make it six. So six and no, bro. Hopefully. And magic money line. No, no magic money line, guys. Do not listen to him. Plus, (laughs) oh, (laughs) if I put a unit on it, 50 wins you $562. (laughs) Yeah. That's not even good value in my eyes. I don't think they win it. I think they win this game once every. 25 games, dude. 100%. It's going to be tough. That that Phoenix team is locked in. All right, guys. Um, you still down to do a, a baby one, even though it's Super Bowl? It's up to you. If you're out doing Super Bowl Sunday stuff, um, that's cool. I mean, Super Bowl is until 3.30. Like, we, I, I got time to record in the morning for sure. No, two-game baby slate. Um, I think they start early, too, because of Super Bowl, but we'll get after it. Thank you all for tuning in. Good luck with whatever you play. I feel good. I feel really good about today. Um, a lot of angles that we like. You just got to take it slow, figure out what you like. Um, but I think there's a lot of money to be made today. Um, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow, guys. Peace. Big six and no day. Yeah, it's coming. I believe it. <laughs>